Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson. Hey, good morning. Happy Monday, gang. Happy Monday, gang. Don we got that weekend out of the way. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Another work week. Come on, guys. Let's get, Let's get it. it. So boring. I couldn't wait to come back. Yeah, right? rise and grind. Hope you had a good day off. <laughs> yes. What'd you do? Anything fun, Tom? Um, I just didn't wake up at 4 a.m. Oh, isn't that <laughs> the, That's best? the best thing? I didn't do a lot at all. But I do did... you have trouble sleeping in, though, whenever you're not working on the morning show? Well, I, I really push it and stay up as late as I can the night before so that I can sleep in. Um, mm. Yeah. Huh. And then I went to the ca- uh, Cafe Meow. Oh, fun. Yes. Was there lots of kitty cats? Yes. That's oh. in uh, on Hennepin in Uptown. It's a oh. cafe that has a, you can have a cat experience. They're all <laughs> rescue cats. A cat That's a great idea. So fun. I love that idea. Yeah. So were any of them rubbing against your leg? Oh, yes. Um, they, they get adopted, too. That's the great thing about it. Oh. It's a unique way to do it. It is. And they have a, multiple applications for each cat. So they just they get adopted pretty quickly, and then they rotate in new cats. My favorite one, you can see it on my Instagram, Don at Dark. You have to scroll through, scroll through the pictures, but one of them has a missing leg. Oh, back leg. And her course, name's April, Dawn. and she's very chunky. April! She's very chunky. Dawn, oh. you need a new kitty cat. I can't. We have allergies in, in our I, home. Oh, gotcha. So, yeah. yeah, that's a that's a bummer. Come on, Donna. Yeah. Don't be insensitive. And we, we like to go places. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, but cats are easy. You could leave them for a week and just pour a bunch of food in a bowl. Oh. See you later, Fuzzy. Hey, can I ask a question about cats? Sure. Is that is that true? Like, can you just kind of, like, if you go on vacation, yeah. can you just essentially sort of leave your cat at home yeah, for, like, you, a week? you want someone to check in on on them. Sure. Definitely for, like, a week. three days at yeah. least. I, I would leave, you know, and go uh, back to Missouri and... Because I had someone ask this recently. They were like, they live in the neighborhood, and they said, hey, we're going to be uh, out of town, and would you be willing to just, like, check in on the place, make sure it doesn't burn to the ground, open the front door, make sure there's not a fire raging or knee-deep water <laughs> in the basement? The cat should be fine. Yeah. And I was like, the cat? Am I, do I have to feed this cat, or what's going on here? I just want to check the bowl. You know, cats are, are really good at regulating you know how much they eat. Whereas yeah. dogs would binge eat to death. It, correct. And also, I, I think the thing is, you don't want to leave them alone too long without any kind of affection that they're used to. Mm. So oh, you, I think they're fine. <laughs> see, yeah. mine was just like, oh, somebody pet me. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so good luck with that, Steve. Let us yeah, know if you need any help. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I heard Elizabeth's dirt alert this morning. I was very uh, saddened to hear about the Alzheimer's diagnosis uh, for Tony Bennett. I know. I'm reading this article now. I did. I just came across this, and it is so, mm. it's such a bummer. There's a, the article. They're saying that he's like, he can be 
uh, a symbol of hope for someone with a cognitive disorder because he's doing sure. so many things mm. that people with Alzheimer's aren't doing or, you know, can't do. So, you know, the the article is by a guy named John Colapinto, and he's a longtime um, contributor for The New Yorker, Rolling Stone. And this article, it's very long. But it's, you know, I, I made it through several pages and I'm like, wow, this is a great article. Hmm. It's, I believe it's a three part article and he breaks it down into parts. And um, y- you got to read it if, especially if you, you know. I love Tony Bennett. I know I you do. I love Tony Bennett. I saw him in concert. I think it was the year 2016, very like, I think so. That would have been the same year that he was originally diagnosed mm-hmm. with yes. dementia. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was at Mystic Lake, and he was so great. That was the show where there were famously a gazillion standing ovations. We never knew if Tony was doing one song or if he was doing 15 songs because <laughs> the audience stood every time. Um, but when he came out and did um, Stepping Out With My Lady, uh, Stepping Out With My Baby, whatever, he dropped the line. It's like two lines in. He lost the lyric. Mm. Now, that happens to performers at any age, oh, sure. on any given night. But now, reading this, hearing about this, I, I wonder if that was uh, happening more and more, perhaps, on that tour. Well, I understand that it was about the time that he did the album with Lady Gaga that he started to exhibit some signs of the disease and so they didn't know if they were going to get through the album and she was like you know what we'll try we'll just we'll we'll do our best Hmm. um so i believe his son who's his longtime manager um actually consulted with lady gaga because apparently she's kind of very protective of tony bennett and talked to her about going public and she was like, absolutely, because it could do a lot of good for uh, a lot of people. So, I mean, this is a really great, not just an article, but an interview um, with this guy that he hmm. did for AARP magazine. I'm going to link it up for everybody right now on the Donna and Steve show uh, links page. So hmm. you can check it out there. Yeah. And they talk about, too, in this article, the, the dichotomy of the two albums that he did with Lady Gaga. The first, I think, was in 2014, 2015. It was before his diagnosis. And they had such a lovely sort of rat-a-tat-tat with one another in the recording studio. If you go back and watch, like, watch that uh, The Lady is a Tramp. Watch that music video on YouTube at some point today. It's so enjoyable. And they're going back and forth with each other. But then there's a picture of of them when they were recording in 2019 for this latest album. Mm -hmm. And apparently there's behind-the-scenes documentary footage of her trying to chat with Tony. Uh, but he's just offering one-word responses, yeah. and they say that you yep. can catch the sadness in Lady Gaga's face as she realizes that thing that they had that one time is gone because part of him is gone. Right, right. I'll Very have to sad. Read this whole thing. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna too. I actually printed it out, so uh, so I don't have to uh, read it on a screen. Oh, well, how wonderful, Donna. Uh, Donna, really quickly, we have a lot to get to today. A nice jam-packed show. Uh, an update for listeners from Friday's show. Oh, thank you. Who, uh, when we left the show, Donna was concerned that there was some sort of a rodent in her car because of a ton of acorns that have been showing up in there. Yes. What happened? Well, I went outside with um, Grant and Rocco, our production okay. director. Rocco and- had a bat ready to beat him. <laughs> Who is it? Come on out. Um, we did find some droppings in the hatch part of my vehicle. Okay. And then 
more acorns. And I mean, I had Grant look in the glove box. I had him look inside a hole that's (laughs) under my steering wheel. He opened Mm. up the hood. Uh, He looked at the air filter because I was afraid Mm. there was like a family of babies. Okay, so blah, blah, blah. That's all fine and good. Then I go home. I pick up the dog and I'm like, all right, we're going to go to the dog park. Of course, I still have it in the back of my head that, you know, a creature is going to crawl up my leg. As we're driving, I feel this like little poking in my butt. Mm. What? And I'm like, okay, what is going on? I don't know if it's like phantom stuff that's going on in my head. So I pull the car over on the side of the road. I look at my seat and I have a little hole in my driver's seat. (gasps) And and I always have the heater on, on my seat. I'm like, they're living under my butt. Oh, Oh, yeah. And you're slowly roasting them. Yes. So I'm thinking, are they going to start like poking? So I'm looking to see if I can, you know how when a baby kicks, sometimes you could see a little, you know, yeah, the, skin. the movement. Yes. So I'm looking to see if I could see any of that. <laughs> Nothing. Take the car to the mechanic the next day because I was getting an oil change just coincidentally. And they're like, yeah, no, we think you're good. I think they're getting, they're going in and out of your car. Like if they're <laughs> in your car, when you start the engine, they're running out. So I go and I buy this spearmint little packets Mm -hmm. i put one inside the pocket of my car inside and then i put one underneath my car where i park over you know yeah so i would drive over it and that way if they're they're getting in from underneath they'll be repelled by the sun do you have every acorn out of the car right now no i haven't cleaned it yet you're kidding me. No. Donna, you need out. to do that so that you can figure out if there are new acorns getting dropped that will help you know if the problem has stopped or not. Will do. Today, you got to get All those right. acorns out of your car. I'll do Acorn it. lady. I'm yeah, you for sure still have mice. doesn't smell them or something. Me too, Don. He's in on it, Don. He's eating some of the acorns. <laughs> oh, my God. He lets them slide in. He's like a bouncer who knows you're underage. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for the emails and the tweets. I really do appreciate oh. all your advice. Oh. Uh, uh, Destiny's Child was not originally called Destiny's Child. Like before, there was Beyonce. There was Destiny's Child. Before there was Destiny's Child, there was something else, and there were more members. What happened to them? We'll tell you about that little history and uh, other things that you don't need to know. And things that make you go, "Huh?" Coming up next on Donna and Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. We should give a quick thank you to Chill Boys for supporting the Donna and Steve podcast. Oh, uh, we have got love for Chill Boys. It's a Minnesota-based company. They offer the best men's underwear that I have ever put on my body. Yes. Uh, ew. Uh, boxers and briefs for men, that's true, but women love wearing them too. I actually put on a pair of boxers this weekend while cleaning the house. Ah. I could not believe how cool they felt, like continuously cool. So here's what's happening with all of that. It's the fabric. They use super soft bamboo fabric. We're part pandas now. So you can keep the boys cool and dry. It's softer than cotton, I'm telling you. And if you're really active, helps fight odors as well. Yep. It is game-changing. Covered, Donna, this is real life. It's I soft, know, it's cool, sorry. you'll love them. And hey, ladies, ladies, try them for yourself or get some for your guy. There's perks for both of you. Check them out at chillboys.com. Chillboys.com. Truly an amazing product from a great local company right here in Minnesota. Chill Boys. Comfort where it counts. You are listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Appreciate you guys. Mm. Okay. <laughs> we also, look at that. We're coming back in randomly with Destiny's Child. Oh, look at that, Steve. You couldn't have planned it any better yourself. Things that make you go 
So when we came back from break, that was uh, Scrubs by Destiny's Child. Song came out in 1999. It's in TLC. Case you... It's TLC. Actually. Is it really? All right. <laughs> Let's try that again. All right. Hey everybody, welcome back. Woo! <laughs> oh yeah. Here's a little throwback from TLC. Oh yeah. I uh, love TLC. They're no Destiny's Child, <laughs> and I have something about them now. <laughs> Thing is, a man could go. Wow, I would have lost a million dollars on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and I would have done it emphatically and said, final answer, lock it in, drop the balloons. Oh, boy. Get the heck out of here. TLC was even still making music in 99. Hadn't they passed the baton? Nope. By that point, I guess we'll first single. What was the first single of Destiny's Child? No, no, no. It came out in 1997. Wow, they were out at the same time. Well, um, I'll just say it now, and we'll enjoy it despite that. <laughs> Destiny's Child was originally called Girls Time, T-Y-M-E. Oh. Just, uh, okay, all right. And they originally had six members. Ooh, too many. So Only when you Beyonce. think Kelly Rowland or uh, what was the other name of the other lady? Mm-hmm. Third lady from Destiny's Something Child. Williams, Michelle Williams. Okay. That sounds then, right, right? Isn't she an actress? There's two of them. No. I I think. Just like there are two TLCs. Am I just making things up? (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm already lost in like up to my neck in inaccuracies in this first fact that I'm bringing you fact. Um, But imagine being the other three members of Girls Time who got cut and didn't even make it to the Destiny's Child callback because it was kind of like Girls Time was the open like Mm. uh, the, the, the cattle call audition. Everybody come out. And then they did callbacks and formed Destiny's Child, and then the role went to Beyonce. Film reference. Hmm. Uh, there is a Michelle Williams in the band, by the way. Nice. Formerly. Thinking. Okay. I know random crap. That's good. Thanks. The mood ring <laughs> and the Thija Master were invented by the same man, Joshua Reynolds, who also... Happens to be one of the heirs to the R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company. Hmm. I did love me some some rude mings, some mood (laughs) rings. Those were fun, weren't they? Yeah, I remember them in, oh gosh, I don't know, maybe fifth grade or something around there. And then the girls. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Would have on their mood rings and you're like, <laughs> oh, geez, Heather's no. pissed today. Look at her black ring. Isn't it just based on how cold you are? I think it's body temperature. It's like Probably. body temperature. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I did was very impressed by the thigh master, which do you know you can use it in different ways. There are videos so that you don't just use it with your thigh. You could use like, your arms. You could use your arms and you yep. could get a sweet, sweet chest workout. I bet you could just lightly sit on it and go up and down and <laughs> squeeze. Use it for your butt, you know? Oh, okay. I know what you're saying. You if know? you turn it on its side, yeah. yeah. And just kind of bounce on it. Okay. Like an assisted. Okay. Steve gets really uncomfortable when he sees women doing the inner yes. outer. The, you know, hip the hip adductor machine. Oh. 
really? And that, it that's like be... my favorite machine because it just feels okay. so good. It just I'm feels just like saying, you're tightening up. I go back to like when I was in college and I thought, I went over to like the girls' side of the gym. Yeah. It was where the majority of women were working out at the time. Mm-hmm. Dudes were over there just like in a prison workout area, just nothing advanced, mm-hmm. no equipment. And then the girls were over there and they had all these machines. And so I went over there and I was like, I want to use some of these machines. And then someone's on this hip adductor machine and it looks so inappropriate. It's just like a, 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 a open sesame sort of a thing. <laughs> Fling wide, the gates are open now. And I thought that would be like a guy having like a pelvic thrust machine. Like this is for my hips. Right. And then they're, it's but just there is looks- that exercise when you're on your, you know, on your back. I did a hip thruster this yeah. morning, but I did it in the privacy of my like, own basement. I feel like you get to a certain point in life where things like that no longer phase you. You know, where you're like, yeah, they're just exercising. Calm down, world. You know, or <laughs> it's just poop. Everybody poops. Okay? Uh, it's no big secret. I mean, the shake weight is always going to be bad. That's a tough that's one. Pretty, that's a pretty bad one. I got a shake weight, too. Not even for a joke. I just got it because I was like, this. I think this might work. It doesn't. It's illegal in France <laughs> to name a pig Napoleon. Oh, really? I was just having a conversation with somebody the, the other day about Napoleon Dynamite. What a great. It's been a, probably, I don't know, 15 years since I saw it, whenever it came out. So funny. So stupid. It was funny. so bad at the time, but going back, it's like just a piece of pop culture where you're like, hey, Tina. Did you feed Tina? I think Here's people <laughs> loved it. I think people loved it at the time. They did. They it did. was that poor Wilf- guy, though. I mean, John Heater. I mean, what else has he done except for that skating movie? With yeah, Wilf- he did Blades of Glory. He did something. Oh yeah, gosh, he did. not long ago, a uh, few years ago, and I only know because he, you know, was in the Twin Cities Live studio telling us okay, about right. it. Oops, sorry dropped. about that. Job. Um, Will Ferrell maintains that he should have won an Oscar, John Heater for Napoleon Dynamite, and he, I heard him talking about this once, just quickly saying that comedic actors never get any legitimate love from the Academy. Yeah, and they should. the Academy. That is such a wonderful, he becomes Napoleon, and it was such a good performance, whether you, it was your bag of comedy or not. It, yeah, it's a great know, performance. you're right. You're right, Steve. Will's right. Mm-hmm. Right. That wraps it up today for the Don and now Steve Show. Kalina, we got to oh. talk about SNL when we come back. Uh, did you watch any of it? I watched some of it. There was some. Uh, there was a lot of misses. Maybe a couple of hits. A couple of hits. We'll discuss upon our triumphant return on my talk. Good. Morning. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It's Karen and Jimbo in the mornings on my talk. Donna and Steve, actually. Okay. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. You're awesome. You gonna be all right? <laughs> yeah. Jimbo, you want to Karen and Jimbo? You wouldn't listen to that. <laughs> yeah, hey, it sounds listen. like you wouldn't. Uh, did go. you guys watch Saturday Night Live at all? <laughs> I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, John Krasinski was on, who I think was supposed to be on last March or April. Um, timing together with. The release of A Quiet Place Part 2. Oh. And then it got pushed off. So he was really pumped for this all to come to fruition, if this rings the bells correctly. Um, so it was a long time coming. I saw it and really like him. And I thought it was... Bad. 
Oh. <laughs> it was meh. Okay, let's start here. Yeah. Did you think he looked different? He looks thin, right? Oh, I didn't think that. I actually was just missing his beard. Oh, I mentioned I like, to Rumi. I'm like, wow, he looks really thin and fit. And he's like, he looks exactly the same to me. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Someone even referenced that he looked different in the audience. No, but they were talking about that reference was the opposite of what you're suggesting. They were saying Jim, when he was Jim on The Office, as they all just asked him uh, questions about yes. Jim. He was Oops, doughy sorry. and just, you know, skinny guy, normal yeah. guy. But then he got all jacked up for Jack Ryan. And he's really, like, in good shape now. Okay. He was on the cover I, of Men's Health. I guess I always think of him as Jim. Like that. Which is fine. <laughs> he always looked good to me. Whatever. But the monologue was weak. It sure. wasn't funny. Um, he ended up kissing Pete Davidson because, you know, the old people confusing his character with him. They're like, we want you to kiss Pam. But Pam wasn't there. And so then he came out um, and got kissed by John Krasinski. And then there was like a song that at one point during the show they were doing reimagining the theme songs to TV shows and he re- reimagined the office's theme it wasn't it wasn't good it's not his fault i actually thought did you notice during weekend update i noticed uh first of all that there were stretches where laughs weren't happening so when oh gosh what's her name dark hair cicely strong yes her her uh bit was registering some like laughless punchlines she's good though I love her. Oh, yeah. I love her. I'm just saying, though, the laughs weren't there. And at the end, at the very end, when they pull away, you know, I'm Michael Che, I'm Colin Jost, this weekend update. Um, Colin Jost looked like very straight faced at a couple points, including the sign off at the end of weekend update. Oh, yeah. And maybe this is my hyper aware problem. Maybe I'm reading into something, but I'm thinking he there as the lead writer on SNL was hearing and feeling these laughless punchlines and just like, oh, crap. This sucks. There's not that many people in the audience, though. No, but there's enough where once something's funny, you hear the laughter. There were like moments of non-laughter. I didn't even notice that, to be honest. You thought John Krasinski was skinnier, too. You're out. You don't get any more. He looks so skinny. (laughs) No, but he's jacked up now. He's Jack Ryan. I guess he's been, but I've never seen Jack Ryan, so maybe that's why I've never noticed. I've seen him do his little little show during the good news. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... He looked different then, too. To Look, me. I had a, a favorite sketch had nothing to do with John Krasinski. It had to do... <laughs> I just couldn't believe that they did it. Uh, pretend it's a city with Fran Lebowitz and Martin Scorsese. They come out during Weekend Update. This was the part that made me laugh because we, the three of us, have had this conversation about that. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it's funny. It's Fran Lebowitz, this storyteller slash comedian of sorts, getting asked questions by Martin Scorsese who could not be laughing more consistently or harder <laughs> throughout the whole thing. I know, it's yeah. so dumb. And then so <laughs> they did a sketch about what the show is really like. And by the way, I thought that the Fran Lebowitz impression was quite good. Me too. Bowen Yang. Yeah. Bowen Yang. So they had a, a, a male cast member portraying her. It was very funny. The hair, the the, the outfit. Yes. The Martin Scorsese. And Scorsese just laughing so hard. The whole time was just fantastic. Here's a little bit of it. This week that the New York City could reopen indoor dining by mid-February. Here to comment are stars of the Netflix show Pretend It's a City, Fran Lebowitz and Martin Scorsese. (laughs) Here we are. 
How you doing, Fran and Marty? It's an honor to have you both here. Please, I've been so bored at home. I was about to get married to my cufflinks. <laughs> let me tell you, I've done so many interviews in front of audiences. I have squatters' rights at the 92nd Street Y, okay? <laughs> Well, I love the series because it's the two of you just sitting and talking and Marty just losing his mind. <laughs> That's right. Marty asked me my range. I said, I can sit and I can sit down. And the people who went to these talks, they were children. They'd ask me, should I be a writer? Should I be a filmmaker? I say, no, you should be something useful. Be a piece of melon wrapped in prosciutto. <laughs> just the cadence is so oh, it's great. So Kyle Mooney is, uh, is playing Martin Scorsese. Scorsese. <laughs> it, 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 it's so ridiculous. Oh, God. And I, my what a great concern impression. was, does anybody get it? You know, because not that many. I, I, I mean, I don't know how popular that show is. Maybe, maybe it's. Been, I think it's been trending at some point on Netflix. You know, like on the most popular clicked at some point. Okay. Maybe I don't know. Well, whatever it is now, if you didn't know about the show and you go and turn it on now, you will realize that that Fran Lebowitz impression is so great that you're exactly <laughs> right, Don. The cadence, the the like the 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 uh, what's the word here? The up and down of the voice. There's a word for that. Inflection. That's the one. Is perfect. It and is. truly, when you watch the special, you essentially just keep thinking respectfully and lovingly, why is Martin Scorsese even here? I know! It's just to get, just uh, like this person is worth laughing at because we respect him. Yes, sort of right. like, oh, oh sure. since he thinks she's funny, then we automatically think she's funny. You know what is interesting <laughs> about that? I am always wondering, okay, so you always see Martin Scorsese's back, mm-hmm. right? And then you see her. But she's not looking at him. She's looking the other way. She's always looking to the, her left, to the mm. other person that's there. Right, who they never and then named. one day I see this other guy. I go, who is that? Yeah, who's that guy sitting there? Because she's talking to him. You should be something <laughs> useful. A piece of melon wrapped in prosciutto. Oh that's my very god! I just oh, it was so good. It was my favorite thing about it. Me other too. than that, I wasn't really. No, I hated me. it. I didn't yeah. even like the Machine Gun Kelly performance. There was one sketch that. I really feel like it it was not good. It was tone deaf. It was a bullying sketch. And mm. John Krasinski plays this uh, quarterback of the high school team. Mm. And he comes and finds that his, you know, kind of puny little brother is being picked on by people out in front of the school, in, in the schoolyard. Right. So he goes to defend his brother and it, listen to what happened. What's up, loser? What you reading there, ass lick? A little comic book? Oh, 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 look at this. What's a manga? Give it back. Oh, or what? You gonna cry? <laughs> little bitch is gonna cry. <laughs> hey! Leave my little brother alone. All right, Jonah, whatever, man. Chill. No, I'm not gonna chill, Nate. Because to be honest, I'm sick of dumbasses like you messing with him. So he's not captain of the football team. So what? This guy is still cool. <laughs> Thanks, Jonah. So what if he's never kissed a girl? Big friggin' deal! <laughs> <laughs> this guy practices kissing all the time. All the time. And guess what? Newsflash! Our mom 
says he's getting pretty damn good. That <laughs> 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 was funny. No, that part's funny, but then it just goes on to talk about like all these deficiencies he has. Yeah, I thought it was, that was funny. Oh, I didn't think it was funny at all. Because then you keep hearing the little bullied brother keeps like offering his little, little his aside, yeah. sticking up for himself. Well, not every night, you know. Yeah, I, which I just thought okay. the comedic timing on that was quite funny. Maybe I'm being ultra sensitive. Maybe, but that's okay, Donna. <laughs> Don't. You're you. Don't. Now I turned it off <laughs> before I even got to Machine Gun Kelly, um, which means. That I maybe missed other opportunities for it to take back off, but I did laugh a bit during that sketch, and then the Fran and Martin Scorsese bit. But outside of that, yeah, yeah, it was meh, total meh. Um, I did. Did you guys see that Wayne and Garth are coming back for a Super Bowl ad? I did not. Um, those guys are really funny. Before the Saturday Night Live original, you know the regular Saturday Night Live aired. There was an old episode that aired on NBC. And I'm like, you know what? I never really got this bit, but I watched a, you know, a Wayne's World bit and I thought it was super funny. Soups funny. So they are doing a Super Bowl ad for Uber Eats. And it's under sports, Don. Okay, sports. Okay, yep. Sports, sports, talk. not TV. Okay. Oh, great. Hold on, just a moment here. No, I tell you who I really, really like. Well, I like both of these guys quite a bit. Dana Carvey, underrated, yeah. so funny. Um, I'd rather see Mike Myers back as Doctor Evil, but I'll take what I can get. Yep. Here we go. And we're back. Twenty twenty, man. That was a great year. Not. <laughs> yeah, it really sucks. It sucked, donkey. Good one. We just wanted to say that we'll see you soon for the game, which for legal reasons cannot be named. We'll see you on the big bowl. The gigantic bowl. Totally legal. Yeah, completely legal. <laughs> All right, good teaser. Yeah, I feel good about it. Okay. Cute. That's cute. I'll be real fun. That's Are cute. you going to watch the game, Steve? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Putting, I'm putting tons of money on the game, man. I have so much leverage on this game this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, sure. <laughs> <sighs> More on that coming up a little bit later in the show. Uh, mm. When we come back, if you see something, say something. Hi. Hi. Mm. Valentine's Hello. Day is coming up. <laughs> Maybe you would like to name a pet at a zoo after. Your ex. Yes, that's right. At a Texas zoo, you can name your ex after a cockroach. Okay. I have more details on that coming up next. Also, have you ever been threatened with, hey, well, that's going to cost you extra if you take that bag on the plane? There were a group of guys, three dudes, who were about to be charged to carry some oranges, 66 pounds worth of oranges, onto the plane. They decided that the price was too high. Find out what they did next. Coming up next. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Let's do this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Let's start with the cockroach. Sure. <laughs> you know, zoos are struggling right now because of 
COVID-19 and they haven't been able to have visitors. Well, one zoo in San Antonio, they have the perfect remedy for the brokenhearted this Valentine's Day season. Mm. Uh, For just $5, you can have this zoo name one of the cockroaches after your ex, Mm. and then you can watch them feed this cockroach to one of their animals at the zoo. Oh, my God. Yeah, now that called, little add-on is nice. Yeah, it's called Cry Me a Cockroach. You can uh, watch it uh, on social media, and they'll have it on all of their social medias on February 14th. Um, also, if you want to pay $20 or more, you can have a frozen rat named yeah. after your ex, and mm. it can be fed to a reptile. There so, we go. you know, those are the ones. I've, I've fed alligators frozen rats before. Really? What? Oh, yeah. What's that like? What do you oh, mean you've done that before? Oh, I've done that. I, I did a charity event where I lived in an alligator cage to raise oh money God. for um, a breast cancer walk that I was doing. And oh. I had to raise enough money to get out of there. They built me a platform in the middle of it. And I, you I know, love it. they would yep. give me rats. Morning radio. rats. Yep. Wow. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I raised a lot of money. Don, have you ever, ever done any of these weird, yes. like, sleep oh. out things? Yes, or? I was just yeah. talking to my old partner about this the other day. We've broadcast from a porta potty before. Mm. We've been at the gorilla um, um, mm, at Como Zoo, the mm. gorilla enclosure? enclosure. We did a broadcast from there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, all sorts of weird stuff. Well, I just got some uh, uh, confirmation that I'm going to be sleeping outside again. Oh, great. For a day, I'm going to do another day outside. And so um, I will wait to formally invite you to broadcast the show with me outdoors in the middle of February. Oh, yeah. I can't. I have to be in the studio. Yeah. No, I have a thing. They're going to make me do this. You know they're going to make me do this. Well, I mean, look, we could socially distance. We're outside. We can't be in the same tent (laughs) because of COVID. So we'll actually have to be outside where the wind, you know, where it's really cold. Last year, we did this. I slept out and... um, and it was on the patio outside, and it was great. And then we went inside of the tent. We had space heaters in there, hand warmers and all of that. Mm-hmm. But now this year, um, it would be a little different uh, if we did the, the show together. We could do it in a tent if we're six feet apart. I don't know if there's a big enough tent. They I don't always know how say big my tent is. eight people, but it's like, what kind yeah, of if, people? <laughs> if you stack them. Aliens? <laughs> oh, no. Right, All right. So well, let me know. Okay. Right. Uh, oh, fun. She sounds excited. We, she's pumped. She's really pumped. We had a good old time last year, although I don't think I ever got you your blanket back. No, you did not. Oh. No, you did not. What would you do to avoid baggage fees? Four guys in Kunming, China, were flying home from a business trip recently, and they were taking 66 pounds of oranges with them. So the airline told them that there was going to be an extra fee for shipping those oranges. Oh. <laughs> the fee was going to be approximately $46. That was six times what they had paid for the oranges. So they thought, what should we do? This fee feels too expensive. They stood there for about half of an hour <laughs> eating all of the oranges. About 16 or 17 pounds of oranges per person. Oh, my God. Why don't they just give them away? And just... The the plan backfired. Mm. All of them wound up with mouth ulcers from Mm. eating all of that acid. And now one of them says, quote, we never want to have any oranges again. God. (laughs) Don't you know, though, you're not allowed to 
You're not allowed to travel with produce. Fruit. No, yeah. because it could have bugs on it. And, and then yeah. bring some, yeah, some new breed of bug to another area. There's a show called Smugglers on some like TLC or something like that. That's on Discovery Plus that they, I keep getting an ad for. And it's all about what people try to smuggle in. <laughs> oh, Dawn's getting into that Discovery Plus. Love it. That's awesome. Let us know when you watch the first episode. Okay. I came across something that I saw. What you see? On Friday, an Amber Alert was issued for a boy named Glenn. He was described as five years old, two foot three, and six pounds. Mm. 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 The suspect in his disappearance was a 28-year-old man named Chucky. Okay. Described as being three foot one, 16 pounds, and carrying a huge uh, kitchen knife. Hmm. That sounds like Chucky the doll. You are correct. That was the suspect, Chucky the Killer doll from Child's Play, the movies. The missing child was his son, Glenn, who made his first appearance in the fourth installment, Bride of Chucky, in 1998. <sighs> And there were pictures of the dolls accompanied by their descriptions in the alert. No. True story. I don't know where this was. Probably California. No, I say Florida. I like that. (laughs) Uh, I think it was Texas, actually. Florida, good guess. Obviously, this wasn't supposed to happen. The Texas Department of Safety said this alert is the result of a test malfunction. And we apologize for the confusion no. this may have caused. And we're oh. diligently working to ensure it doesn't happen again. Oh, Lord. Okay, someone had to have programmed the test function yeah. with these dolls, right? Just to see if it's going out when they send it out. Sure. Probably not meant to go to the public, but how do you but test it, it then? Yeah. Good question. Hmm. Oh, embarrassing. I am embarrassed, too. Chuck. Chuck. Chucky. Glenn. I do do appreciate the name Glenn for his son, though. (laughs) I have to say. I don't know what Glenn looks like. I'm going to have to. Glenn? He probably looks a lot like Chucky. I would think. Who's Glenn? Speaking of scary redheads, (laughs) do you remember Problem Child? That movie? No. uh, No. No. I was thinking of the one with Macaulay Culkin. No, this one came out in 1990. Okay. They describe it as a young boy just short of a monster. He's adopted by a loving man and his wacky wife. The laughs keep coming as the boy pushes them to the limits. Um, John Ritter was in this movie. Hmm. Gilbert Gottfried was in this movie. I believe that uh, Michael Richards, Kramer, was in this, had a brief cameo in this movie. Michael Oliver is the name of the child actor. Wow, is that bringing back? But I, we weren't allowed to watch Chucky. Like I was too young when Chucky was out. But Problem Child, mm-hmm. we could. Are you looking at Glenn? Yes. <laughs> what oh does he God. look like? <laughs> 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 it also oh. has a list of murders committed by Glenn. Oh my God, Glenn! He kind of looks like Pete Davidson a Claudia's little. Claudia's father. Claudia's mother. Britney Spears. Oh my God, Pete Peters, and he's a redhead. He is. He's really terrifying. I mean, yeah. it's not. 
<laughs> Google Glenn, Glenn, son of Chucky. Oh boy! Or oh. you can just look at the fandom Glenn. wiki. It's got a lot of info, <laughs> also about seed of Chucky, which is disturbing. Oh my god, that is hilarious! <laughs> Thank you, Don. I gotta go. Bye, Bye Don. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, when we come back, we'll have some music news. Uh, a couple of big festivals have been canceled. We'll tell you about that. We've got a remake of a James Taylor song and more. Come right up.